When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it's hump day Wednesday, January 10th, hump, 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 hump Hump, hump uh, Where are we on the markets? Um, we have confirmation. I, I mean, he, here's the thing. And as I go through this, you, you'll see, uh, a, we have confirmation on QQQ. Um, B, we have about 35 to 40 stocks that actually crossed up and are bullish in the algorithm. Remember what I said in November and December, when you see that many and that many turn, it typically means that we're going for some type of a bull run. Uh, here's what you have to understand. Tomorrow, Thursday at 8.30, we get our CPI print. That's consumer price index. That is inflation. Uh, If that shows that inflation is indeed under control, the market will fly again. It means new all-time highs. It means get into TQQQ. It means get your ass out of SQQQ. Do whatever you need to do to get into stocks. Um, I, I, again, I think this year is going to be bullish. I think we're going to see huge runs on this, um, because there's going, you know, we still have the Red Sea, the Hooties fired, what we shot down 20 drones and, uh, missiles last night. Um, we still have Israel, um, you know, invading Pakistan or, you know, going into Gaza, um, and, and wiping that out. Uh, we still have Ukraine and we still have Russia and we still have a cold winter that's going on. Um, so you've got a lot of things that are going on. Uh, doesn't mean that a catalyst won't bring it down because again, you know, we could get a catalyst, you know, say Trump is taken off the ballot and the Supreme court refused it, you know, agrees that he should be taken off the ballot. I don't think that's a good thing for the market. I think the market will probably react to that type of thing because I think there's going to be reaction to it. So we do have catalysts. Um, we absolutely have catalysts. So understand that I'm not saying, Hey, if you're all cash, load up the Brinks truck and get in. I'm saying that 20%, remember, we've got a portfolio of 40% where you don't touch, 40% you do it quarterly or uh, bi-yearly, yearly, and then 20% you're trading. At 20%, you better be in the market. Just better be in the market because I do think there's opportunities out there. We'll go over the opportunities. Uh, I will include in the newsletter um, a, a Tesla scalp video that I, I started to watch it this morning. Didn't get all of it. Uh, looks interesting because scalping, if you know uh, about confirmation, again, if you're part of my newsletter, uh, I go over this in the newsletter, um, in the paid newsletter about confirmation, uh, about Bollinger Band. I'm going to go over it this weekend again, confirmation, MACD, button hook algorithm, all of those things that I teach you about uh, in this newsletter, you can use on any time frame chart that you want, even a five minute chart. If you want to trade on five minutes and you get confirmation, trade on five minutes. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that hard to figure out. Um, people will charge you $1,200 and $1,300 for a course. 
where they just teach you, hey, you know, buy when you're above the nine-day EMA, sell when you're below the nine-day EMA. So, you know, I'll include a chart too. Um, Warrior Trading, who is Ross Cameron, who's really, really a good trader. Um, he trades momentum, doesn't trade any stock that has anything that you ever know what to do. He trades just on the charts, but he took like $10,000 to about $10 million. Um, He put out a great graphic about the ultimate candlestick chart uh, guide for beginners. Uh, I'll put that out in the newsletter today. Again, the newsletter is free. Just the weekends are paid. Uh, I had a great, great discussion uh, yesterday with James Ford. This is his Substack. This is his newsletter. Uh, he's a market generalist, I would say. Um, he and I had a fantastic. He basically interviewed me. Uh, I think you guys will get something out of it if you're new to the podcast. Uh, even if you're not new, maybe you find out something that I haven't said before. Um, but but again, that'll be out probably later today. I think he said. Um, here's an article stocks to watch on Wednesday, where we're just going over toast T O S T. Um, so if you want, you know, tune back in the biggest news of the day, the biggest news of the day is the Bitcoin ETF. Um, and that's enormous, but let me just point something out to you guys too. And all of these articles are going to be, and even this one, this is Josh Brown. You may have seen him on, um, on CNBC, uh, I he's one of the most entertaining that I and and just knowledgeable. I really really like him. I listen to his podcast. He's got a newsletter, um, downtownjoshbrown.com, and a link to it in the newsletter as well. Uh, he talks about in this today's newsletter, Eddie F. Elfman um, informed me his actively managed ETF uh, ticker symbol CWS has beaten both Kathy Woods and 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 and, uh, and Warren Buffett. So let's look at CWS in Seeking Alpha, um, and I should have probably done this before, but we'll look at CWS. You can buy into CWS. It's publicly traded. Um, you know, it's not something that's kind of closed off. It's advisory f- uh, shares fund. Uh, if we go over here to charting, and we just look at a five-year return, and we'll select the symbols. Uh, we will select BRK.B, uh, and we will select ARKK. And we will look, uh, update chart, Um, let's look at the five-year. CWS, you know, if you held it for five years, you're up 97%. Look at ARKK, Uh, S&P 500 up 84% over five years, Uh, BRKB up 86. He's up 97% over five years. Uh, Let's just look at one year. One year, he's up 21%. ARC is up 50%. So it does matter when you get into these. Uh, now, three-year, ARC is down 64%. BRKB, they're up 57%. So it's a mix. Um, but this this article and, and this newsletter that Josh put out goes over it, um, You know all of the, the, the stocks and things like that. I like it. I really like that newsletter. So if you're into it, um, sign up for it. Now, what happened with Bitcoin? Um, Bitcoin briefly spikes on false report that the SEC approved Bitcoin ETFs. The Twitter account of the SEC said, uh, and it was about 441 yesterday, um, that, uh, Bitcoin ETFs were approved. Um, it later came out literally five minutes, uh, Gary Gensler, who's the head of the SEC put out a tweet and said, that's false. We were hacked, blah, blah, blah. Overnight, Twitter puts out his thing. They weren't hacked on Twitter's side. We don't know who did it. The SEC is being shady as F about uh, who did it. Was it somebody that just did it um, preemptly? Uh, and it's going to get announced today or tomorrow because that's the assumption. 
Remember, they had to respond by um, by January 10th to the GBTC stuff. So maybe they responded already, and maybe this statement just got put out inappropriately, but they haven't been clear about it. So don't trust the SEC. I mean, again, these guys, they're, they're so anti-crypto. Um, it's just crazy. But that's the first article. The second article is about the hysteria over a spot Bitcoin. Uh, why is it such a big deal? If you don't know why it's such a big deal, read this article on Seeking Alpha. If you're not a member of Seeking Alpha, you can sign up for Seeking Alpha uh, by going over to Linktree. Uh, right here, you get a $50 off coupon if for some reason you can't read the article. If you want to read this article because it, it tickles your, you know, your ass with a feather and you want to see it, just send me an email and I'll send you a gift. Uh, I have five left for the month. So I'll send it over to you as a gift so you can read it. Doesn't mean that you can read every article. It's just that, hey, this is a gift article. I only have five. So if you do want to read it, you're going to have to get in soon. So email me again on my link tree. There's an email address for that. Um, I do want to look at one stock in particular, Mara. Because what I want to do in TrendSpider is take a look at the five-minute chart of Mara um, and see what happened yesterday during the time uh, when uh, it was around 440, I, I think it, it it read. If we look at the after hours on, um, on uh, TrendSpider and we just go to a five-minute after hours and we take a look, you can see Marrow starting to. Here is, uh, let's see, 440, we've got 1900, 405. Uh, so this is the time when, let's see, 440, there it is. Marrow didn't respond. Marrow didn't respond a lot. You can see this candle is a 0.32% period, 0.5%, uh, 0.2, 0.4%. So within that five minutes, it did not respond. This morning at about 8 a.m., you see a big candle. Usually at 8 a.m., you see a big candle. Today at 9.30, when we opened up, we're seeing a big candle, 1%. Mara is down 2% to 25. What's going to happen? The best way to look at this, whether you look at Mara, Riot, GBTC, uh, whatever you want to look at, the best way to look at this stuff is to go into a five-minute chart and just look at what happened at 440 yesterday. There wasn't a huge kind of you know run up on this stock, so um, it will get announced. It probably will get announced today or tomorrow. Uh, it, it's just something that probably just you know, eh. I mean, it's the most anticipated thing. Now, Bitcoin did run up to about 48,000, so it was hype around that. Somebody made a lot of money yesterday uh, around that particular one. Um, if we look at, by the way, Mara here on the algorithm, uh, you're in at 942. Hasn't gotten you out yet. I would have thought it would have gotten you out. Hasn't gotten you out. The moving averages are such, and the Bollinger Bands are, are contracting and cinching up. Looks like we're going for another move, um, but it hasn't given us a direction of that move. The, again, the Bollinger Bands are still in the process of cinching up. Where are we going? Well, if we take a look at the last time this thing spiked and we moved this, I went over it yesterday, the volume sliders, uh, and we bring this back to kind of the last time that we got out, which was July, uh, we can see, you know, the, the volume levels right here are pretty good. Volume levels down here are even better. If we get into this range of 16 to 22, if you break that 24, you know, 23 kind of area, look out below, get out. 
it's probably the, your best bet is just to get out because the volume is going to have to break through in order to get there. You're probably coming all the way down to 16. Taught you how to look at that yesterday and go back and listen to yesterday's stuff to, to see it. Uh, 10 surprises that could affect the markets. This was interesting. High bond rates, uh, high bond taxes push investors back to stocks. Uh, companies survive 5% rates with a surge in bankruptcy. IPOs come roaring back. The worst developed market of the past 40 years is the be- this year's best. This was the interesting one that I wanted to look at. DXJ and EWJ. DXJ is a um, total market of uh, DXJ. They don't have it for some reason. Let's see if I can find it in um, Seeking Alpha. Uh, DXJ. It's basically a Bank of Japan, uh, a Japan stock market overall. Uh, DXJ. Let me see. There it is. Wisdom Tree. Why is it not? No, I don't want DXJ. DXJ. There we go. Um, Wisdom Tree. Japan Hedged Equity Fund ETF. Uh, Quant says buy at 4.43. Its holdings are top 10 holdings, Toyota, Mitsubishi, Japan Tobacco, uh, Mitsubishi, uh, Shinetsu, Mizuho. Again, Japan has been a solid, solid uh, year-to-date winner. Uh, let's see how what this is up. This is up 2.94% versus the S&P, which is down 0.28%. Uh, over one year, DJ, DXJ is up 42%. So the, the market in Japan has been running. Um Oh, I put in DJX, DXJ. There we go. Uh, if we look at this stock on the algorithm here, um, algorithm for stuff like this is not great. It, the algorithm makes you 40% versus 42% buy and hold over two years, which is a great return. Algorithm got you in at 88. You're at 92 right now. Uh, doesn't mean that you don't get in. If we look at a long term of this one and we go back to a weekly, you can see we're quite high. Uh, quite high on this. So it, it's one that, you know, again, when it gets into the news, you kind of like, you kind of ask yourself, eh, is it one? But that's one, you know, you have EWJ as well. That is my um, my look at that one. Uh, investors get pragmatic about XLE. Analysts expect investors to be more interested in the need for reliable, affordable power. Uh, supply is tight and fragile after years of underinvestment. Uh, NERC added energy policy as a key stability risk, but demand is rising. If demand rises for energy, that was an interesting one as well. Again, great. Uh, it's it's ten surprises that could shock the market. Uh, top stocks with efficient growth in the fourth quarter. This is an interesting list as well, and it's something that you should take a look at. Microsoft, Advanced, my uh, AMD, Meta, Pepsi, Kalac. Um, which is KLA Corporation, uh, Colgate-Palmolive, Lowe's, Qualcomm, Moody's, Chipotle Grill. These are stocks that could continue to grow in the first quarter. So ones that you probably want to look at. Again, Colgate-Palmolive. I use Crest. I think it's Colgate. I don't know. I, I'm not buying into Colgate. I, I'm, I'm in Microsoft. I am in AMD. I am in Meta. I am in Pepsi. Uh, I don't have Lowe's. I do have Qualcomm. Uh, I don't have the others. So I have quite a bit of that of that list. Uh, one that I wanted to look at too, Nutanix. This this article just caught my eye. Nutanix ticks higher, uh, up 0.5 percent, partially uh, partly amid speculation about takeover interest. Uh, let's look at it. N N T N X is the symbol. Uh, let's put it in. 
NTNX. Because the other one, what, what re, the reason this caught my eye is because uh, yesterday I had put a note in uh, about Juniper Networks. Uh, it soared 20% yesterday following a Wall Street Journal report uh, on Monday that H. Hewlett-Packard is in advance talks to buy the networking name for around $13 billion. The deal could be announced this week. It was announced yesterday, and Juniper Networks soared 21%. Juniper Networks today is trading, um, let's see, where is it trading? It is trading at 37 It's up another 2%. Uh, but Nutanix, same kind of deal. Same kind of deal. It, 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 Nutanix just got a cross up here at 47.48. You're trading at 47.70. Uh, look at the, the MACD. It's down there. If this is a takeover target, this one could pop another 20% as well. Long term, this one's kind of expensive here. Uh, but I wanted to bring this up because this is part of what you could use uh, Seeking Alpha for is, hey, they're saying something's about to be taken over. It's got a high quant rating. Maybe I want to look at this one. Uh, but it was interesting to me yesterday. Match Group shared uh, 12% as an activist investor, Elliott Management. This is the one that took over pins. Um, so MTCH, whenever somebody takes it over, you want to look at it. Um, I'm not, I never paid for dating sites. I wasn't a big dating site. You know, if you can get it for free, if you have a personality, you can meet people. Um, I'm, you know, listen, I'm from old school boomer. You know, if I want to do go on Tinder and stuff like that, I'll go on Tinder, but I'm not paying for it. So here's, you know, the algorithm got you in at 34, 34, and you're at 39. And it popped up yesterday up here to, it looks like 42. I mean, that, that pop and then the pullback. Again, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Uh, Apple hit with its third downgrade of this month. Uh, what's interesting about this one, I'll include this in the article. Uh, what's interesting about this is they didn't move the price target. If you go over here, and most people have access to Finviz since it's free, you go over here and you look, downgrade today, buy to neutral, they kept the price target at 200 The The target price is still around 200 um, January 2nd, uh, Barclays brought the price down from 161 to 160 They were bears already. Doesn't mean that, you know, doesn't I don't take a look at that. When the stock's trading at 200 and you bring it down to 160 and you were at 161, am I going to listen to your opinion? Hell no, I'm not listening to your opinion. Um, if we take a look at Apple and the algorithm, uh, Apple today is down 0.37. I say it, it's capitulating here. You've got a gap above it between 188 and 191 when the first downgrade started to come in. I think you'll fill that. You can see it's kind of just holding on to this 200-day. The, the Apple typically just buys back enough stock that even these downgrades probably will hold it in place. Um, I, I don't. I will not, you know, get rid of all of my Apple or sell all of my Apple for some type of thing. Um, but you know, SMCI. Meh, I've got a big. Did I go over SMCI? I don't think I went over SMCI. Uh, SMCI. Uh, I've been pounding the table on this one. Uh, I have a big enough tax event on SMCI um, that if it does hit this 350 mark, we're at 349.75. If it does hit that and reject off it, I'm not selling. I've got uh, a lot of money into this. I will trim uh, a portion. It's in a brokerage account. But what I will do is trim and take that money that I sell 
And in my retirement account, I will start a new position in SMCI. And I will start it. We've got confirmation. The, the, the valuation on SMCI is not crazy. This is what I'm doing. I got a message from Joe yesterday. Hey, it's about to hit that 350 that you said. Well, yeah, it's about to hit that 350 that I said. Uh, the valuation is not crazy. The forward PE is 17. The PE is 31. That's not crazy. Go and look at uh, NVIDIA. NVIDIA PE. It's uh, the 70. The forward PE is 25. I, you know, again, Nvidia is gonna, you know, break upwards. I own Nvidia. I have a really good position in Nvidia. Not as much as I have in SMCI because SMCI had that great valuation down there. Yeah, it was up 400 percent last year. Still love it. Still love it. But I'm going to switch this from a brokerage account to a um. Uh, back to a, a retirement account uh, because I do want at these levels I want to be able to trade it without tax events. That's essentially my plan. I don't need the cash. I'm going to take the cash out with trimming some. I can't trim it all because we are talking life changing, uh, you know, uh, or tax event changing money. I am not going to get all of my income uh, that I have to pay twenty percent on in the month of January. F that. Uh, even if I think it's coming down here, I'll just hold on to it because I think the long-term uh, aspect of, of SMCI uh, beats trading SMCI. And shit, look at Meta. Meta's up at 360. Ugh, God. Social request. Sharky from email. What are your thoughts on I IRDM? Let's look at IRDM. Uh, IRDM. Uh, PanW is up 2 per 100%. 2%. It's up uh, over 300 again. IRDM. Uh, algorithm just got you out. Um, hmm. IRDM. Let's see what they do. Uh, because my guess is they're not making money. <laughs> they're losing 20, $24 million. Uh, their forward PE, their expected earnings, is at 126. Uh, they are telecom services. Uh, let's see what they do. Um, engages in provision of global satellite communications. It produces uh, products include personal computers, messengers, trackers. I don't know why you get into this one, honestly. Um, I, I see somebody bought 28 shares, 28,000 shares at 1 million uh, at 3701. Right now you're trading at 39. Uh, I think that may have put in a bottom at 37, but you don't have confirmation. Um, you've got gaps above it. I just don't know with that losing money how you're going to make money. I mean, they're, they're losing money. Uh, they're losing $23 million. They have cash on hand of $0.55 cents out of $125 million. So what do they have, $70 million bucks? Um, if they continue to lose money at $23 million, uh, I would wait for them to make money before. It doesn't mean you don't trade it. But it, it has no confirmation right now whatsoever. If you take a look at a long term of this one, and we go weekly, um, you're at the 200-day. You're below the 200-day for the first time. Uh, this has been an upward-trending stock. So for the first time, you may have a buying opportunity. But your 50-day is still negative. Your 200-day uh, starting to turn negative. Your 9-day is still negative, And your 21-day is negative. So those Bollinger Bands are cinching up. If we pull this back to let's see where people are holding this this was the last spike up january 25th this is the range where people are holding it there is a higher um a lot of people are holding it up here at 60 
So there's, there's quite a big volume shelf there. But you've got to make your way through this space, which is 53 to 57. And those people at 57, when you get closer to 53, might say, you know what? I'm just going to take the loss. It's run up here from 39.40 up to 54. Um, I'm just going to take the loss. I don't know about the long-term aspect of this one. I don't know why that drop has happened. That is through a bull uh, run of a year. Um, you know, 2023 was a good year from June. You just sank, let's say, um, from June, you know, let's say that you just fell off a cliff with these earnings. You went down 35%, 36%. I mean, I, I'm seeing this kind of as a floor here, uh, Sharky. I'm seeing this right there. If you just draw a line, that's at about 34. So 39 in my buying, probably not, not until I have some type of confirmation. And I'd say you trade it. Um, Sam from Facebook, if you had 1K just sitting, what would be your top five to invest in or would you put it all in one stock? I'd probably break it out. But to be honest, uh, I had 1K and I had 1K when I opened up my Webull account. And what did I do? I bought a ton of Apple. Um, I bought, uh, you know, I traded TQQQ um, and I kind of, you know, I just kind of traded it. It's at $4,000 now. Let me see what I'm at in Webull. Uh, 4180, 4,180. And I have Apple, I have Caterpillar, I have Snap, I have Ford, I have Spotify, I have Palantir, I have Boeing, I have TQQQ, uh, which I bought into Google recently. Uh, I'm down 1% on TQQQ, but I did add to it. Uh, Google, Kraft Heinz, IONQ, I'm up 10% on IONQ. Uh, almost all of these, except for Ford. And the only reason I have Ford is because that was given to me and I didn't sell it. Um, some of the ones that were given to me, I sold, but Ford, I'm down 16%. Uh, it's all of what? 11 shares, 10 shares, something like that. It's not much. Uh, and some of these are just five, six shares gap gap. I'm up 45% on, but I only have one share <laughs> Procter and Gamble. Um, yeah. So the majority of my, my stuff that, that was a thousand dollars, I bought Apple. So I, I if you have a thousand dollars and you only have it in your account, um, my guess is that you're just starting out investing or you're, you're kind of new to investing. I would learn to trade um, with the charts and, and take 50% of your money, meaning 500, um, put it into a stock that you like. Um, you know, you could put it into an ETF like QQQ. You could even put it into an ETF like VOO. Whatever you want, I'd say put it into something that is going to grow and you sit there and buy 50% of that. I would say the other 50% that you have, try and take uh, 10% or, or maybe you know 50% of that. So maybe 25 and 25, 25%, you should have uh, swing trades, um, You know maybe more than a month. Uh, the other 25, hold it for a week. Remember your, um, your, your pattern day trading, PDT rule, uh, you're going to be limited. If that is not a retirement account, if it is a brokerage account, you will be limited by that. So it's not something you can day trade in. And I learned that with the $1,000. You know, you have to have more than $25,000. So um, Joe says uh, from Facebook, check out EBIXQ. I don't even know what this is. EBIXQ. Um, and here's the key point. And this is what I wanted to include with uh, Joe. Joe says, short interest, high beta. Uh, this thing has huge swings in price. Already paid for Seeking Alpha and Trendspider in this one for a week. So he finds these little penny stocks that are super, super like volatile. 
and Joe trades these, and he's been able to pay for the tools that he bought, TrendSpider and Seeking Alpha. Remember, if you get TrendSpider, um, I send you my algorithm. I send you my watch list. I send you my scanners. You basically use this link, sign up at uh, TrendSpider, and you uh, you use code DSP25. So go down here, show plans and pricing. And and these are the two. You can choose monthly at $149 a month, or you can you choose yearly at $124 a month, uh, and you pay for it. This is the key. If you go in there, even though it's saying save 17%, you put in the code DSP25, you get an additional 25% off. It's huge. They've they've allowed me to do this. I've partnered with them. It's a great partnership. But Joe has been able to trade for, uh, you know, get TrendSpider just from this one trade, EBIXQ. Uh, it is not one that I would go into, not one that I would even trade. Joe has more balls than I do. Uh, he is brave. Um, long live Braveheart, Joe. Uh, I don't know what, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mel Gibson yelled in Braveheart, but uh, my arm's up with you. Kudos to you. E-B-I-X-Q. Uh, Hayden Hancock, can you look at S-E? Uh, let's look at S-E. Is this C-Bridge? Uh, this is C-Limited. C-Limited. Uh, macro descending wedge, consistent rev, uh, volume consolidating. I've trimmed two times, but mostly holding around $38, waiting for a $2 step up. No big news. It's tying up capital. So let's look at this one. He's holding at 38. It's at 37.90 right now. Uh, downward trend. I see the algorithm got you out at about 38.82. Um, the four-hour algorithm right now, the RSI sitting in no man's land at 45. The MACD hasn't been doing much. Uh, you're kind of consolidating. What I see is this kind of range right here between 35 and, say, 45. Um, if we pull back the stock to, let's just say before the last earnings drop, because it does look like it's earnings and you even mentioned it, um, consistent revenue, but I don't, they must be, be expecting a lower revenue. Cause look at the two earnings gaps that you've got. You've got this first gap here at 56 down to 45. That presents you the, the first uh, level of uh, resistance right there. And then when you had your second earnings and they came in and they lost 26 cents, you gap down from 46 to 41. So that creates the next gap at resistance. And you can see it's just bouncing right off that 42 mark right there. But I would say this is your trading range. It goes back to uh, August. Um, that's pretty much until the next earnings. I think you're going to see this uh, 42 uh, be the resistance standpoint. If we look at some of the fundamentals of SE, um, they are an internet retailer, uh, consumer cyclical. They have an income of $669 million. It's just a high PE. Um, you know, if you take a look at uh, internet retail, it's from um, Singapore. If you look at this and we look at the PE, um, typical PE is around what, you know, the top one, the bottom one is uh, 2.1. Um, yeah, it, it's a little bit high. I mean, look at that, that range. You're right in the middle there. So it's not crazy high. Um, but it's, you know, for me, for a consumer cyclical, it seems a little high. Uh, remember the, uh, S and P average is right there. You can see multiple bottoms here at, uh, at 34, uh, at target price is 56. Most recent December downgraded. They didn't put a target price there in August. Webbush outperformed $48 price target. Nothing in here that excites me and says, oh, my God, I think it's going to pop. Um, 
38, probably not a bad one to hold on to because I do think from this channel, I think you get back up between now and the next earnings. I think you get to 40. I mean, you know, if you want a two, I think that's a solid, solid play. Uh, just make sure that you're downside. I think if you get down to 36, I think that's where you just pull the trigger and you say, hey, it's not working out. Thesis is wrong. Um, you know, that's a nice tight stop loss. It's not quite 10%, but you're risking 10%. I mean, maybe put your stop loss in at 5%. So you're risking 5% to make 10%, you know, on the upside or five, you know, whatever percentage that you want. I, I just, the two gaps down, I mean, and even you go back three gaps down on earnings, um, when, when you look at it, I think that gap is earnings. Let's say, yeah, look, I mean, you've got three gaps down on earnings, so they're continuing disappointing. So Hayden, eh, probably not one that I would get into Daniel from uh, Spotify. Hey dude, I love the videos. I was wondering if you could evaluate GE. Um, I've heard it's splitting into two different companies, uh, which means more shares. What do you think will happen to it this year? So I have a long history with GE. This is the company that I often refer to when I go uh, super long and I tell you uh, this could be Apple. This was a darling back in the late 90s. I invested in this one from 1991 all the way through um, probably I'd say I held it here to about uh, you know 2001. Uh, pro- didn't time it. Didn't time it right as w- at, at all. But I held it, uh, invested down here at 36, made me quite a bit of money. You can see it, it just had the darling. And if you held on to it and you were hoping that it came back, you, you weren't rewarded and, and you haven't been rewarded. This is trading at levels that it was back here in 1996. So I, my thought is, it, you know, if you take a look at a long term of GE, it's in a rebound. And if we just, you know, if, if you think that range, you go back here to 2018 and, and you look at this range right here, um, you know, you're at the top of the range. So I, I'd say you'd have to be at a pretty good, um, solid, uh, you know, some type of um, catalyst that would push me over. Now, here's the thing. Uh, over two years, and you just look at the algorithm. The algorithm makes you 70%. Um, buying and holding makes you 65%. So you have 22 positions. So the algorithm works on this one, slightly outperforms. We've been in a run on this. And and we've been in a run, not just this year, um, you know, 2024, the late two thing. You, you go back to December of 2022, um, all last year. I mean, look at this run. Uh, if you got in on December 21st of 2022 and you got in there, you are up 100% in 384 days, 100% in 384 days. And and, and again, they're, they're doing well. Earnings are good. I think you're right that it's splitting. I don't think it's super expensive. Um, it's solid cash flow. It's just a rebound. You know, your forward PE is 27 so they're expected to grow significantly less than they've been growing. Your forward PE is higher than your, your PE. So I don't know that I necessarily want to get in here. And and to be fair, Daniel, it may just be because of my long history uh, with um, GE. If we go over here to Seeking Alpha and we look at GE uh, and we look, let's look at the quant rating and how they're doing in their industry, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, the quant rating, let's see, General Electric buy from Friday, December 29th. That's a good article to read. Uh, receives order for wind project. You can see the quant says hold. Um, let's look at the quant history rating. It's been hold. I mean, every now and then it gets to buy. They just went to hold from a strong buy um, and they moved on 1-8, so January 8th. But it's still got A's. It's ranked three out of eight. So, you know, the number one is Siemens, S-I-E-G-Y. Uh, second is Brookfield, three is uh, G-E. So this is in the um, industrial conglomerates. I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's horrible. I just think that there's probably better names out there and that run scares me. But again, I, I say this, I say this, not knowing what it's going to do this year, but my history with GE is is long. And and, and I've just, I, I didn't sit through that that downturn. But I have um, fa- friends of family who have worked for GE and sat through that downturn. And I saw what it did to their retirement accounts to the point where they had to go back back to work. But they believed in GE. I don't believe in GE. It's just hard. Tristan. Hey, Gary, would you review AMR? I've been watching it for the last half year, expecting some pullback that never happened for a buying opportunity. Would it be smart to buy at all-time highs? Let's look at AMR. I don't know what it is. Um, AMR. Alpha Metaturgical Resources. Uh, Quant has it as a hold. Seeking Alpha Analyst. Buy, buy. Revisions, F. Uh, Momentum, A+. So it's been, you know, kind of going up there. Uh, one year, we're looking at uh, 151%. Year to date, you're up 12%. That's crazy against the S&P. Let's look at the charts for a second. Uh, AMR. So we know what they do. A look at the fundamentals from Finviz. Uh, we know what Seeking Alpha says. Seeking Alpha says you're perfectly fine. You're right. You haven't had a turn, uh, pullback. Uh, alpha Metallurgical Resources. Um, they went from twelve dollars and sixteen cents earnings to six sixty five, and you saw that was your opportunity during this time. Uh, but it's got confirmation. It's in. If you were looking at the algorithm, you bought on November eighth. Um, the algorithm makes you two hundred and three percent buying and holding makes you four hundred and ninety two percent. So it, you know, if you want to get in on this run, my my suggestion would be wait for the algorithm to tell you to get in because while you're making four hundred ninety two percent, if you're nervous about buying at all time highs, wait for the algorithm to tell you to get in because then you at least you have some protection of knowing when you can get out. Your average win in the algorithm is twenty five percent. You win forty two percent of the time. So you have a 50-50 shot of winning, and you have uh, more than likely going to make 25% on an average win. Um, So I I, I don't know that I would buy here at all-time highs. Um, AMR, the PE is 7. Forward PE is 11. It's a coal company. I mean, what justifies a coal company going up that much? You know, is it the price of coal? Uh, August 21st, we got a downgrade from TD Cowan. They they reduced the price from 200 to 194. You're trading at 374 dollars. Your average target price is 399, but take that with a grain of salt um, because I don't see 399 in these guys. It might be an older one, an older uh, target. Let's see. I can't click on the 399, but. That's cra- that's a crazy price. I mean, the upside just isn't there. I think there's better places to put your money. Doesn't mean that this one may not go to five hundred dollars, but I'd probably wait. I mean, look at that line right there. For me, that's too rich to to say. Hey, I'm going to start a position in the Tristan. To be honest with you, Noah, 
Noah asked for Nike LNC PFE. I went over PFE yesterday. I won't go over that one again. Uh, even though it looks good, I think you can trade it. LNC, I don't know what LNC is. Let's look up LNC. Um, LNC is Lincoln National Corp. This is a life insurance company. I'd buy BRKB, to be honest with you, if, you, if you're interested in your insurance. It's boring to me. I, I, I don't, I'm not in insurance. This is, uh, PE is 11. Seems a little bit expensive. Performance uh, year to date uh, up three percent. Uh, average target price twenty seven thirty six. Looks like they downgraded in January uh, to twenty six dollars. You're trading at twenty seven. Um, looks like a double top right about here at about twenty eight. So I think your upside, your fifty two week range, you're at um, thirty six is your high. So you're twenty three percent below that one. Fifty <clears> two <throat> week low is um, you're fifty percent above that. So you're kind of on the upside of this one. Um, if you wanted to trade it, has a nice dividend. And eh, still buy BRKB, to be honest with you. And Nike, Nike, just wait. Just, I mean, I bought into Nike thinking the earnings. I, it's in a retirement account. I'm still sitting in it. It's got no confirmation. There's no, you know, the the algorithm gets you in today at 102. Ironically, uh, I wouldn't buy it. I'd wait. The MACD is way down there. I think if you wanted to try and time it, I think you could try and buy it and wait till it pops to 110. Um, I think that's not a bad one. So, but, you know, again, Noah, that's probably me. Um, I'll tell you personally, if I would buy uh, Nike, if you're looking at Nike, I'd rather see you get into Anon. Which has a buy-in here at twenty-eight thirty-seven. You're at twenty-seven forty-seven. It's down two point two two percent today, but it's way down. The valuation on this one is a little bit high, but it's not crazy. But on on, I'd buy on you know uh, on weakness there. And Lulu, uh, Lulu is is just taking Nike to town, and you're seeing you know twenty-two percent gain right there. It doesn't have confirmation. Wait for the algorithm to get you in. Look at this MACD. The MACD is down below the oscillator. Last time it was down this low, it was down here when it was trading at 375. Doesn't mean you're getting down to 325. Just means that this may be another leg up. Um, I don't go to malls, but I have a friend who went to malls, and she said Lululemon is always packed. It's, it's like in the Apple store of clothing. So the, the valuation is crazy for Lulu, though. Um, if we look, go over to Finviz and look, the PE is 61. The Ford PE is 34. Um, year to date is down 4%. Last year was up 62%. So, uh, resident beauty expert, uh, Sherry brought this up. It's a really good article on elf. Elf has gone crazy. We had a cross up yesterday, I think on elf. Um, it's a solid, solid beauty company that has returned huge profits. If you bought and held two years ago, you're up 413%. The algorithm makes you 228%. It just got you in at 149. You're at 151. If you want to read about Elf, I will put this in the newsletter. It's a really good article. I did read through it. Makes me want to get out of Ulta and back into Elf. Um, you know, even though the, the, the price is high, they have a solid, solid growth pattern. Um, I said it at the beginning, there there are too many scans to go over here. So I'll go over some highlights. Um, one that is in the core portfolio 
that has a cross up right now is FBCG. This is the Fidelity Blue Blue Chip Growth ETF. This is one that um, uh, I personally have been in. I'm not in right now. I think my parents are in this one. 33.28. You're trading right at that rate at that price now. We have confirmation. Uh, you know the RSI is a little bit high. The MACD is kind of crossing up here. I think you're good in that one. Netflix. Uh, I am in Netflix. I'm looking to get more into Netflix. Netflix has a cross up. Um, here in the algorithm, it got you out with a nice 1% gain uh, after a nice 11% gain. I think we're seeing another leg up. I mean, you know, again, if Netflix is not one of these that I'm looking to trade, I'm just looking to add. And the reason is look at the long term. You still have 50%. You just got above the 200 day. You're 50 days looking like it's going to cross up with a golden cross. I like it. I like it a lot. Another one that I really like is Meta. We are heading into an election season. If you don't think that these douches are going to spend billions of dollars on advertising, specifically targeting people, it's going to be on Meta. It's going to be on Instagram. Uh, it's going to be on TikTok. It's going to be on Twitter. They are going to buy ads. The ad market is going to be huge. It's going to be on Snapchat. So you can buy whatever you want. We're still below this all-time high at 384. So at, at 360, let's see where, where the algorithm got you in. Uh, let's see. Um, bu- bu- bu. It, well, it got you in at 331. This is just another confirmation of a leg up. The RSI is a little high at 70. Are you okay buying here? Probably. I Like I said, I own Snap. Um, and and I, I own quite a bit of Snap in my uh, my Weeble account. Uh, we've talked about Snap. The problem with Snap is they haven't made money. But I got in, you know, 1738 was the buy here. You're at 1692. So uh, volume shelves are worrisome. You got this volume shelf that's building up right here between 1674 and 1720. So buying at sixteen ninety two, not horrible. They're just not making money, but you know Meta, they're they're printing money. Palantir, these are all in the core portfolio, by the way. Palantir, uh, this one's up point four nine percent. We got a buy in here at sixteen fifty one. Uh, I think you're below the two hundred day. You know if that 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 MACD does what it did back here in September and bounces off that two hundred day, you're looking at another twenty dollar stock, another move up. Could be. We don't have confirmation. I'm not adding to my position. I do own a couple of shares of this. Not a lot. Amazon. I've talked about Amazon all day long. Should have gotten it under 150 yesterday when I said to buy it in at 150. 150, 150, 37. Remember, these guys have ads that are coming up. These guys have an ad tier for their streaming. Uh, They place ads on everything. Um, they have Thursday night football. I think they're doing. I don't think they're doing a playoff game. Um, so the football may be over. But this is huge. I mean, Amazon with AI. You know, and, and if we talk about long term, again, this is just like Netflix. For long term, you're still 13 percent below your volume shelf, and you've got 25 percent up to your top. Uh, your top all time high at 180. I think that's where it's going to start trading. So Amazon, solid, solid move. Microsoft, and I'm just going over the core portfolio. There will be plenty more to go, to look at in the newsletter, but this is just the core portfolio. Microsoft, 375. You're trading at 379. You're up 1%. The CES is going on right now. You've got their earnings coming up January 23rd. If you don't think this will be filled with a bunch of AI, that green line right there is the road to 600. By the, one analyst came out and said it was going to be 600 uh, in 2025, I think. That is the road to 600 uh, right there. 
and and it's right on that line. There's not it's not deviating. Uh, you know, just get in, add to your positions. Uber, I said Uber under uh, sixty. It's above sixty again. Uh, I haven't trimmed it. I I, I own a, a good amount of it. I haven't sold it. But you're at sixty dollars and thirty one cents. I'm just gonna add to it. Their earnings are coming up on February sixth. Remember, Friday we have bank earnings. It's the start of earnings season. This is the start of companies that are making money, companies that are growing. This is the start of where they start growing. This is when you want to get in. So Uber, I think, is a solid, solid play. Costco, we talked about that special dividend. It has not moved since that special dividend. We got that special dividend taken out. It just hangs around. You have this gap up here to 672, trading at 670. Um, Algorithm says get in at 667. So I like it. Button hook may be forming, so I may not buy today. That button hook I thought was going to come down here to this gap at 634. Never hit it. It's t- it touched it and bounced off. That just means we're going to continue higher. Look at that MACD right above the oscillator. Got down there. RSI ticked off the um, the the 45 point and it's now at 65. This is a nice long term play. Costco just solid solid play. Google uh, you could have bought it under 140. I I was adding at under 100 early in uh, last year. I was adding under 120 when it dipped under 120. 130 was my price point that I said, hey, it's a solid buy under 130. Under 140, get it. If it's at 142 and you're only buying a couple of shares of it, just buy it at 142. Again, this is AI. It's it's not going anywhere. Pan W, uh, you know, Twitter was hacked. The SEC was hacked, supposedly. Cybersecurity, this is just another reason to buy cybersecurity stocks. 299, get this one for under 300. It gapped up today. You know, I know the reason it gapped up because people know that cybersecurity is super, super important. So, you know, again, Pan W. Now we have others that are not in the core portfolio. We have CRM, AMD, XLK, PayPal, IGM, Snow, uh, Google, GOGL, TECL. There were a few days ago, last week, I think, somebody asked me about should I get into TECS, the, the short? Uh, no. Uh, you, you should wait for TECL. TECL has now is a bull run. You got a, a little cross up here. TECL crossed up under the oscillator. I think you're going for a bull run. This is a three times bull technology shares. So TECL, FNGU, it's another levered ETF. This is one that's uh, out of the Bank of Montreal. This is a levered against FANG. Uh, this is, you know, three times levered. It has a cross up here, 227. You're trading at 230. Solid, it's up 1.25% today. Now, it's right on the oscillator. The RSI is in no man's land. Kind of a risk. You just had your golden cross. I think you continue to move up. So uh, VUJ, which is the growth of Vanguard, uh, Datadog, uh, IONQ, Fiverr, Pins, Nike, uh, Zscaler, Starbucks, Monster, um, Synopsis, SNPS. This is one that I looked at live with the, the, the folks on YouTube. SNPS. This is a solid, solid, in my mind, look at this. You're, you bounce right off the 200-day. You have confirmation uh, at 501. You, you could get up to this 550 level again. Um, their earnings, solid. MACD, way down below the oscillator, crossing up. RSI, not in crazy no man's land, just bouncing off and oversold at 20. Uh, volume shelves, uh, if we pull this one back to... Uh, the earnings, just the last, well, let's pull it back here. Do we have volume shelf? Oh, come on. 
I, I pulled the chart, not the, uh, we're going to pull the chart back. I pulled the chart instead of the damn volume. Uh, let's say we're going to pull this to the earnings right here where the earnings started to, it started to pull back. Look at the volume shelf from the earnings. You got a ton of people up here, 550. So there, there's a lot of people who are holding at 550 that want it to go back up to 550. It's going to go back to 550. Synopsis, S-N-P-S uh, and G-E. So we had GE cross up as well. If you are interested in any of this stuff, the algorithm, uh, Seeking Alpha, it's all on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. You can join our private Facebook group. You can uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, X, Voss, Vase, whichever one you want. Uh, one of the things that I do think you should do is join Weeble. I have $1,000 in Weeble and now $4,000. It's a solid, solid uh, platform. I like trading on it. Uh, people have been touting me how great Weeble is. Just understand, once you get to a significant amount of money, you want a full-fledged brokerage firm. You want Schwab. You want Fidelity. If you have more than $2,500 that you want to put into Fidelity, just email me. My email's up here. I'll hook you up with my guy, uh, Stuart. Um, he'll give you some money as, as a deposit you know, bonus. Um, I don't know what it is. I haven't checked with him this year, but I know he does it for uh, listeners of the podcast all the time. So he'll probably do something for you this year. It comes in a gift card. It's nice. You know, it's just a nice thing. But you do want a full-fledged brokerage firm. Um, Weeble is not a full-fledged brokerage firm. They kind of play like it. The great thing is if your cash is in there, you get 5% even if you're in cash. In this market, I don't know why you'd be in cash. I'm 95% invested, I think. Um, I have enough cash to live on uh, for the next year, just emergency fund kind of stuff, but I need to get into more, and I'm probably throwing it all in today um, or over the next time. So here's where all the links are. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow CPI day, um, so I'll, I may be on at 8.30. Hopefully, I'll be on at 8.30. I don't know if I have my coffee. Uh, take care. I'll talk to you guys later. Every Bye. morning, I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together, we'll conquer no room for any less. Trading bell, my heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears, guiding me through my hopes and fears.